0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another amazing, incredible, stupendous episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. As you could tell, or at least I hope you can tell, my audio does not sound like absolute hot garbage, so hopefully this podcast won't be craptastic. Yes, craptastic, that is the word I used in our show notes for Aquaman, and I thought it described my audio quite well. Anyways, my name is Matt, I am your host today, joining me as always, my good buddy on the east coast, as I always say, or my brother from another mother, or whatever, uh, Mysterious Mike
1: hey everybody uh yeah man i uh hope hope your mic is uh working better today or or your your spare mic
0: yeah it's my backup yep it's a uh microphone that literally picks up everything so if i fart everybody here will hear it
1: oh that's that's delightful like at least we won't have to smell
0: it that's true smell-o-vision is not in existence yet
1: Yes. Not yet. Uh, I feel like it's around the corner and we're going to have a little robot that'll come in the room and be like, this is what it smells like.
0: All right. So Mike, I think I am going to start a new segment with this episode. I was talking about it in the past, but I'm going to do it to you anyways, without you even knowing about it. And I'm going to use what you did earlier to bring it in. Mike, what are you drinking today? (laughs)
1: Alright, so uh, I'm drinking an IPA Uh, Hold on, let me uh, get it out of the thing to make sure which one it is Uh, I am drinking Hoplift IPA Uh, You can get this over at Aldi
0: Alright, well, I am going to be boring as shit Because this is the beer I have in my fridge And I almost always have at least a six pack of it in my fridge But it is my favorite beer for those of you who know me I am drinking Four Peaks Kilt Lifter Scottish style ale.
1: Oh, oh, that's a wonderful beer.
0: I freaking love my Kilt Lifter, dude. I love it. I've drank gallons of this beer. Just yeah, gallons.
1: yeah, yeah, and it's a good Arizona beer. I am actually—I don't even know where this one's from, so I'm—I'm I'm a bad beer drinker right now. And not knowing, um, I'll look at it. But uh, Matt, why, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce? Uh, what we're well, going to be reviewing on, today.
0: I, I just figured this is a fun little segment, because for those of you who don't listen to us often, um, Mike and I are beer drinkers. We are not raging alcoholics, at least not. No one's told me that I am. But anyways, um we like our good quality craft brews, and uh, typically, not all the time, but typically... When we record, I'm drinking a beer or another cocktail of some kind, and so is Mike. So I think it'll just be a fun little segment. We might not do it every episode, because mine will probably be the same, but I I think every now and then I'll throw out, you know, what are you drinking? Because Mike is the super beer snob, especially when it comes to the IPAs.
1: Yeah, I do tend to be drinking a lot of different kinds of beer, and often I would be drinking a different one at every podcast. So maybe this is a good segment, Matt. Uh, Thanks for not telling me about it. That's great.
0: Well, do you know what would be really fun, too, is if people sent us beer from their different parts of the country or the world and we drank them on the podcast. That would be pretty freaking awesome. Well, I would love that. If you want to do that, shoot us an email at nerds at realfilmnerds.com. I mean, dude, that would be freaking awesome. I would totally do that.
1: Yeah, that would be amazing, because uh, it is a little bit expensive to ship a heavier item like beer.
0: Hey, just ship one or two. You don't have to ship us a lot. We'll critique it, and we'll let you know what we think while we're doing the podcast. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. Um, on On that note, uh, real quick, Matt, um, my beer is from Third Street Brew House in um, Cold Springs, Minnesota.
0: See, they ship that a long distance, so... It can't be too expensive.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, who knows? Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Mike, so the other day I was driving around Prescott with a blindfold on, thinking to myself, why am I doing this? And then I hit something and I'm not sure what it was, but I heard lots of screaming and crying. And then I heard some sirens. And then I decided to move out of the fast lane into the slow lane, which in Prescott, the fast lane is the right lane. The slow lane is the left lane. And then I was like, you know what? I probably should take this blindfold off while I'm trying to drive to work. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, It's a good thing. It's a good thing Netflix uh, issued a warning to uh, not do that, Matt. Otherwise, you would have gone further.
0: But damn it, Mike, you know how much I'm down for a good old-fashioned Internet challenge, especially one that endangers my life and the lives of others around me.: Yeah,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Netflix did actually have to issue a warning and tell people not to do the what we're reviewing, the movie, uh, "The Bird Box."
0: So, so, Mike, yeah, yeah, that that gives us a little lead in. Uh, let's do it, man. Give us the rundown of the Netflix original Bird Box.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, Matt. We, this is a tributary because this is a Netflix original, and it's a Bird Box. And Matt was referring to the Bird Box Challenge, which is some something that very many people have been doing and posting on the internet, and it's just.
0: Why does everything Uh, have to have a damn challenge nowadays? You know, know, it's just like okay, if I shit my pants in the heart of Walmart, is there going to be now the Walmart shit your pants challenge? No, because it's stupid. Yeah, no, it's super stupid. stupid. It's it's, fucking get it. I'm sorry, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, like the Tide Pod challenge, like all this stuff is so dumb. Uh, Anyway, isn't uh, there
0: enough in this world? to stress out and deal with outside of all these stupid idiotic challenges. Now I have to watch out for blind fucking people, not blind people, blindfolded people walking around on the streets and in my neighborhood. And Jesus, come on.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's so dumb. Sorry,
0: sorry, Mike. Sorry.
1: All right, go ahead. Rant
0: rant over. Do it, man. Give us the rundown. So we're reviewing
1: a bird box. It's uh, directed by uh, Susan Beer. Uh, The writers are Eric Hesser and Josh Mallerman. It's starring uh, Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rose, John Malkovich, Sarah Paulson, Jackie Weaver, Rosa Salazar, Danielle McDonald, Lil Rel Howie, uh, Tom Hollander. Machine Gun Kelly, and uh, the synopsis of this movie is: Five years after an ominous, unseen presence drives most of society to suicide, a mother and her two children make a desperate bid, bid to reach safety. Um. So uh, I'm just going to go out and say it: this movie was is uh, really good, but it's super intense. This is it. It's really hard to not draw parallels to. Uh, a quiet place. Cause we just recently watched that, you know, it came out in, um, early, uh, 2018. Yep. And yep. Matt and I were huge fans of that movie. So it's really right. hard for us to like separate or at well, least for, and- for, for me. Yeah, but they're both good. It's just different. They're similar kind of stories, but done differently. And uh, I don't know. Well,
0: And that's one of the things, you can't really say that this ripped off A Quiet Place, because I'm pretty sure the book, which goes by the same name of Bird Box, was out before A Quiet Place, and A Quiet Place is an original script uh, written by uh, John Krasinski, and I don't know if he wrote it by himself or someone else helped him, but I'm wondering if maybe the original Bird Box film, I mean not film, book, might have influenced A Quiet Place a little bit, maybe, I don't know. But... It is kind of interesting that there are two films in the same kind of year. Well, I don't want to say time span, but yeah, pretty close to the same year.
1: Yeah. I mean, this, this got released a little, like the last week of 2018. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty much 2019. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But same you know thing. They deal with the uh, restriction of your senses, one of your senses. But this one is definitely more of a quiet place. Smashed with the happening. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which uh, isn't definitely.
0: necessarily a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With for for me, what I was thinking when I watched this was a Quiet Place is a lot more. Uh, it's like a small. Like um, it's just there's you know five maybe six characters in the whole movie, and this movie has a lot more. Uh, depth as far as characters and interactions with people and some, some backstory stuff of some of the different people and cast um, I'd say that's one of the bigger differences with this one and, and this one shows the beginning of an event that happens where A Quiet Place kind of throws you in the
0: middle after something has happened yeah, and they never explain it to you. But this one, you at least understand the event that's coming. Like there's news reports going on in the TVs, and you know it's kind of in the background. But you understand, like the main characters talk about it. You know?
1: Yes, yes. The there is some indication in in, in that way. It almost reminds me a little bit of um, World War Z.
0: I was thinking that, or like a War of the Worlds. Like the the remake with Tom Cruise, because they did that a lot in that too. Yeah. Yeah, But one thing, to go back a little bit on one of your points, one thing that is amazing, this is a much larger cast than A Quiet Place, but look at the freaking actors, man. We have some really decent actors in this movie, and a lot of them. I mean, Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rhodes, John Malkovich, Sarah Paulson. I mean, just...
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot
0: Amazing to list uh, B.D. Wong before. Uh... Oh, B.D. Wong, yeah. Oh, dude, that's... I don't know, maybe I'll get into my him in my spoilers because I don't know if I want to do it now. But, yeah, B.D. Wong, I love that guy, dude. He is phenomenal in Mr. Robot. God, I keep saying phenomenal a lot. I need to cut that shit out. Anyways, he is great in Mr. Robot. In just about every role he does, he does a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, um... And and this movie, I mean, it's super. Like this starts out intense, and it just keeps ratcheting down and ratcheting down. And it it it's it's good to see this kind of movie because it's. It, I mean, it is really intense, but it was it it was really well done, and all the actors in it, I thought, did a good job. Um, so it was just. Whew. It's 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 kind of like a roller coaster, like because you're like, what is coming up next? I don't know, but oh man, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. It was
0: woo, and the kid actors did a great job too. I mean, that's that's tough, man. Most of the time, kid actors don't do well at all.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're, you're right. Yeah, the kid actors did did very well.
0: Yeah, they really did. They really, you know, showed off uh fear and uh kind of confusion and being dazed at times uh i mean i'm talking about the 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 two main uh kids that you're introduced to at the beginning where they just call them boy and girl so i'm not gonna go farther than that but um it's uh they really did a a great job they really did they're you know anyways um the cinematography was solid the story is unique to a degree, it's uh, a great, fun story. Um, I'm not going to say the cinematography set the world on fire, but it wasn't terrible. The production value was very high as well. You could tell it just came off that way. I mean, this seriously could have... Well, Netflix is known for this, though, but this could have been... In the theaters, worldwide release kind of thing. It yeah, really could have been.
1: Yeah, this this was definitely a theater caliber movie, and um, I'm pretty sure Netflix knows this. They released it at a time too where I think they thought it might do well. And from indications, now this is it's really hard with Netflix because no one actually knows the official numbers except for Netflix. But someone reported that. They had forty eight million streams of this in the first two weeks it was out, and uh, a stream counts as seventy percent of the movie is watched. Now, we don't know much more than that. Like we don't know if that's all in America, where which countries uh, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of factors involved, but um, that's still super impressive, and uh, this is. I think this is a uh, chopped as a hit in the Netflix uh, categories.
0: You know, I, they can be feeding us the numbers too, as you were saying. They only let loose what they want to let loose. I don't think they would, but I definitely feel like this is an internet phenomenon or bigger than a hit. It's do you re- can you name another movie off the top of your head? that was this big on any other streaming service that was only on a streaming service, Mike?
1: No, not yeah, off the top. That makes was, two of
0: us. Yeah. I was, I was thinking the only other thing that
1: I could think of that's done just gangbusters off of Netflix that is just really kind of caught them. Well, maybe didn't catch them by a surprise, but stranger things was um, such a phenomenon and, Man, but I, that's not
0: a movie. It's that's not a, a movie. Show.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not a movie. And so I I, I
0: love that show. But uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. We all do. I mean, both of us do, shall I say. But, yeah, no, I'm just trying to say, like, across the board, like, Amazon, uh, Hulu, um, you know, any original streaming content, yes, I hear a lot about it but nothing at the level of bird box especially not this quick not after 2 or 3 weeks of being out i mean seriously yeah. like even stranger things took like a month or two before people were like oh this show is really freaking good
1: yeah yeah um you know i'm trying to think of any kind of like movie like the the movies that we've reviewed from netflix uh before I don't think have really done that well and this one. has just been gangbusters, you know, like, uh, everyone's talking about it and have you seen it? And, you know, the other movie that I thought of from Netflix was a movie that came out last year around Christmas and it's called Bright, uh, with, uh, Will Smith and, um, who else? Uh, another, uh, Joel, uh, Eckerton. And it's kind yeah, of Yeah,
0: but that wasn't a great movie. It was no, okay. Yeah,
1: no, it's okay. But that that was the only other movie that I could think of. Like when you were like, Do you can you think of any other thing? And I was like, now I can't think of really anything that's 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 been so uh well received and 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 I almost wonder is the success of this movie due to a movie kind of like quiet place where people really like that or is this just the universal intent like i don't know the intensity of this movie i I don't know this movie is just like i mean
0: my personal feelings i feel it's word of mouth word of mouth okay uh critics uh reviewers um people hopping on youtube podcasters, bloggers, everyone's saying you got to see this, you got to see this, you got to see this. That's what I think it is, but I could be wrong. You know one streaming movie that came out in December that is not as big as Bird Box, but I still think got pretty big. I mean, it was big enough to where I watched it was uh the Christmas Christmas uh Chronicles um starring Kurt Russell. I I don't know if you watched that or not, Mike. Uh, yes, yes, I, I watched that too. Um. Yeah, that was one of the movies I watched when I was down for Christmas. I had my, my mom and my nephews and stuff watch it with me because I actually watched it before that too just because I was curious. Because, I mean, who doesn't love Kurt Russell? And that wasn't like a, a, an intense, amazing, great film. It was okay. It was a fun family film. I, I was actually going to throw it in in one of our quick reviews when we were doing that in december but nothing at the level of bird box i just can't think of anything that's had this many downloads so fast and that has people talking about it
1: yeah yeah, yeah no you're, you're you're right i i think this is their uh, i mean netflix tried to do um oh what was that the uh they were, they tried to do a movie where they released it in the theater and on Netflix at the same time and it was uh the guy who did Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon but i can't remember what the the, the movie that he, he did after that with with Netflix and well I'll-
0: they did that a little bit with Bird Box as well i believe Bird Box is in select theaters whoa i am not i might be mistaken but I think it is in a handful of theaters in like L.A. and New York.
1: Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if that's to to get
0: awards. That's what I, that's immediately where I would go. Yes. Uh, I mean, and they've done that in the past, as you're pointing out, they've done that in the past where they'll put it out in like 10 or 15 theaters in L.A. and New York, just so that, you know, it can get nominated for something. Huh.
1: That is, so. that is, that is very interesting to me, but,
0: uh, yeah, no, uh,
1: this is this was a great movie, and it, if, if you can handle, like, an intense, uh, movie, this is, this is definitely intense, and it, I wouldn't say this is for kids at all, um, but, uh, this, this movie is awesome, and, uh, you, you should watch it, you should stream it, if you have Netflix, if you don't have Netflix, go to somebody's house who does, because I guarantee you know two, three people. Just get someone's login. You're fine. <sighs> I didn't say that. That was all Matt.
0: <laughs> we all know that's what you do, people. We all know. So, all right, Mike. Speaking of awesome, how does Bird Box relate to the Marvel Cinematic
1: Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, the For this movie, uh, the cinematographer, uh, Salvatore uh, Titino, was also
0: the cinematographer for Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice, nice. There, there's a handful of others that I, I'm just not going to mention, but there, there's some other side characters that are in cinematic movies as well. So yeah. I'll just leave it at that, but yeah nice.
1: well, like who else what do you what do you know
0: you 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 well, you you outdoing me on my job well this dude can't even get like a legit character name his character name is whistling marauder and i literally think he didn't say one goddamn word in the entire movie which is kind of depressing because if you see him you'll immediately recognize him his name is uh david dost i think i don't i butchered that last name but whatever he was in a lot of well-known movies. He was in Prisoners. He was in Ant-Man. He was in Blade Runner 2049. He was in The Dark Knight. He, like, always plays, like, a crazy person. And he plays a crazy person in Bird Box, of course. But
1: uh, I mean, to be typecast, I mean, that sucks, but...
0: But he's really freaking good at it, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess he got
0: work. So... All right, kitties, so that means for the next seven or eight minutes, however much we have left in a half hour, we're going to spoil the hell out of Bird Box. So if you have not seen it yet, go ahead and click this guy off and uh, go watch it and then come back and hit play. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Do you want to start it off or do you want me to start off the spoilers?
1: Um. Well, I just, I, I really liked uh, the how this starts out really intense and then it kind of goes into some flashbacks. At first, I was it's a little bit jarring. But as the movie progresses, I think that was a good way of storytelling. Cause yeah,
0: I'm, I, I feel like fa- flashbacks are a cop-out a lot of the times. But I think in this film it worked pretty well, especially how they did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first I thought it was a little jarring. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? And I... So I watched this movie a little bit late apparently. I don't know. I didn't follow the internet's and uh I you know everybody apparently watched this over the the Christmas holiday and I you know was watching all the 14 movies that came out the Christmas holiday. So I missed this one. And, that makes two of us. Yeah and uh <laughs> And uh like I was like, what is this movie? Like why is everybody all hyped up about it? So I was very curious going into this movie and like I and I'd heard it's kinda like a quiet place, but I was like, I don't know, and I, and so uh, you know, it was it was like wow, it just starts out and I'm like, Well, I, I guess it's going. <laughs> so then I, you know, I bas- I basically just buckled up and and went along for the ride and was like, whoa. Uh, it was definitely... It's definitely really intense. And uh, I, I like that. And, man, Sandra Bullock was like, whew. This, this must have been an interesting role for her. Because, like, this this is, like, one of the actresses that we see as, like, the American sweetheart. And, man, she she had a tough role. This is a tough... She was a tough person in this movie. Like she's making all kinds of decisions and I'm like, uh, I would not want to make any of these decisions.
0: Yeah. But it makes sense as you get farther and farther and farther along in the movie and you start learning about the creatures and they're invisible and it's not some shit that's made up. It's not some kind of disease or like, I don't know, smoke or whatever that's flowing through the air, like in the happening or whatever. Like they're legit creatures that are just invisible. And when you see them, they're so fucked up that you lose your damn mind and kill yourself unless you're already crazy which was kind of odd but hey whatever um i i don't want to tear sandra bullock apart on this but i do have a fair share of complaints in this film and one of them don't get me wrong sandra bullock looks great uh, I would gr- gladly date her any day of the week, but <laughs> to believe right? that someone that is like in her fifties is pregnant and gave birth. I'm sorry. No, no, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're nope. not, you're not supposed to know how old nope. she is. Nope. I don't care. I know how old she is. She's an actress. Get someone younger then. Oh, come on, dude. She
1: doesn't look like she's in her 50s. Is she really in her 50s?
0: Yeah, dude. She oh, is.
1: Holy crap.
0: Here, now you're going to make me click on it and make noise. She was born July 26th, 1964. Do the math, Mike.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: Well, anyway. Uh, dude, you, you, you just have to... This is. I know. I know. It's a movie. I need to suspend my disbelief. Fine, I will. I'll stop. All right.
1: Fine. Yeah, you can't bring reality into it, man. I mean, it's already <laughs> a fantasy. Come
0: on. Um, you know, one thing I do have to say that I did like is that it's not really a horror movie. Everybody keeps saying it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. No, it's not. This is a thriller through and through. It is not frightening in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's scary in some some it's, aspects. It's
1: psychologically frightening, I think. Yes. And then
0: that's what a thriller is. Right. So it's, it's... I don't know. I there I guess you can lump horror and thriller kind of in the same class, but I think this is a little better than a horror movie. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I, I I got my horror movies. I love them. No, but.
1: no. I like this movie because it keeps ratcheting up the suspense, and you never see, you know, the the whatever... The, yeah, the, th- the, the creatures, th- the, the aliens, thing, the yeah, monsters, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. they are. You don't see it, and I like that. I really like that because that... That's kind of the, that's kind of the Hitchcockian or, or, um, even M. Night Shyamalan along a, a Ding Dong kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I was just talking with, uh, Mags the other night and signs. I love signs, but for almost, I mean, probably 85% of that movie, you don't see anything to let you know that, the aliens are actually there.
0: Yeah. You see like a hand you, you, and you hear some noise and stuff, but you, that's you it. You don't
1: see anything. And I love no. that. And, 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 and even in one of my favorite movies, jaws, you don't really see the, the shark hardly at all. And not until the end, not until the end. And so like, I really kind of like that, that buildup
0: And this one, you don't see him at all. Well, do you want me to tell you something that's going to make you upset? No, but you're going to do it anyway, so go ahead. Fine, I won't then. I'll just sit here, and I will keep you with suspense.
1: No, just go ahead, do it, drop it, whatever
0: it is. Drop that big old turd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't farted yet, so I don't have to drop a turd. But, no, um, they were originally had a scene where they were going to show you the monster.
1: And they just edited it
0: out, or what happened? Yep, they, they cut it out, because... Uh, what happened, at least according to some podcasts and uh, articles I read, when the person showed up on scene dressed as the monster, Sandra Bullock couldn't stop laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's funny, huh? well,
0: that's not gonna work out. <laughs> well, what it, it's it's funny because what it is is they made like a prosthetic head. And then they w- had the the person that was going to be the monster wear, like, a, a blue suit or a green suit or whatever, so they're going to do the rest of the body. Yeah. But they had, like, the prosthetic head. And it basically looks like a demented, like, weird, like, baby head. If you look it up, they have it. It's on Instagram. The people that did the actual... Uh, special effects and stuff for it. Posted it on Instagram the other day just to drum up some more news about Bird Box. Oh, but it geez. Looks, it looks so bad. I started laughing. I was like, yeah, it's dumb. That that would have really ruined this movie if they would have left that in there. So I'm glad they took it out. Because not seeing the monster makes it that much better. It really does.
1: Yeah, no, I think it does. I think it really helps amp up. And just you're just like, ah, oh, there's something out there, but we don't know what it is. And it's like you can kind of feel when it's coming, and and oh yeah, like with the 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 deprivation of one of your senses, of course. So so it's the you know your vision, uh, it's so distorting already, and you're just trying to like ah, uh, it's it's good, it's really good.
0: All right, so I got two more that I definitely want to complain about.
1: All right. Okay. Drop them. Drop them. Let's do it. Complain. Complain.
0: I think BD Wong was so under freaking used. He dies so fast. They kill him so fast. And I was just, God, he is such a good actor. And they just wasted him. They just wasted him. I was really sad about that.
1: He's barely in the movie. You're right. He's barely in the movie. Um...
0: And his character seemed fairly
1: interesting. It did. It did. He, he and I actually like the infighting between uh, John Malkovich's character and his character.
0: Yeah, they neighbors.
1: Yeah, but but because of the circumstances, they were like, "Yeah, we can let that go."
0: Well, but <laughs> that would have made it so much more of an interesting dynamic if B.D. Wong's character would have been alive longer. The headbutting that would have gone between the two. Because, basically, John Malkovich is suing B.D. Wong, his character, because um, B.D. Wong's character is a homosexual, and his boyfriend is an architect, I think?
1: Yes, And yes. he
0: wants to remodel this kind of classic-esque house, which I had to say is amazing. That is such a cool house. That. It- being in the real estate industry now for a little while, that is a really neat looking house inside and out. They really picked a good one. Yeah, no, anyways, it was a really cool house. So th- and so he's suing them, uh, John Malkovich character, for doing construction work to their own damn home. So there's some really rough, rough blood between these two. It would have been great if they would have kept them along. I mean, I think it just would have added. But, anyways, whatever, to each his own. Alright, so. I'll get to my next one so we can finish this up. I hated the ending. It's too happy. It's too freaking happy. I mean, it makes you feel all good and warm and fuzzy inside.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's too too commercial, huh? Too too it is. just It's
0: It's they tie it up in a nice little bow, but you never hear what happens to the monsters or if they go away or whatever. So now there's this sanctuary school for the blind where everybody is freaking at
1: yeah, yeah. Every every everything's fine there, man. Everything's fine. This is not like um in uh your favorite show Walking Dead, um what was it called? Uh what ex, ex, No. What is the place that they go to in season 4? Oh, Terminus? Terminus. This is not Terminus, yeah, man. This is brutal. not
0: Terminus. No. That was kind of a waste, too. I wish Terminus would have been a lo- around a little bit longer, but hey, whatever. Anyways, so I looked up the ending and one of the most controversial parts of this movie is the ending because Netflix purposely changed the ending, or maybe not Netflix, but the writers of the film, the screenwriters purposely changed the ending because they didn't want it to end bleak. The ending of this film, according, again, I haven't read the book. I I, I would like to, but I just flat out don't have time. Sorry, I don't. Maybe down the road. Maybe I'll pick it up and I'll leave it on my shelf until I get time. But <laughs> nice. I got a bunch of those, dude. I got a bunch of those. It's awful. Anyways, the ending of the book, supposedly how it goes, Sandra Bullock and the kids show up and it still is. a. I think it is a community of blind people or it might still be a school of the blind or whatever. But there's a really fucked up, messed up twist. They're blind because these people chose to gouge their own eyes out. Oh, okay. So it's a lot darker and a lot more messed up than how Netflix has it tied up in a cute little bow.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. I think if they would have made it a little bit darker, it, it, it would definitely be more to my liking. But maybe not the general public. And maybe it wouldn't be the big hit that it is. So whatever. That's fine. Leave it it's doing great netflix you can't ask for more
1: yeah no netflix killed it they really killed it on this one although i i really like that one that we reviewed oh man i'm gonna forget its name but matt remember the one with the the ai and um uh, man um clive owen
0: oh crap
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. hold are
0: you're, you're gonna challenge my memory. Hold I'm up. older than you. My brain is dead. Hold on, S- stand by. Just just a second. If you want to look it up or listen to it, go to realfilmnerds.com. Or anon. you can find us on Facebook. Anon. Yeah.
1: Anon. Anon. anon, anon, anon. Right. It was was really cool, but it, it just didn't do well. But I I think it was really smart and neat, and I wish more people would would watch it because it was it was a cool movie.
0: It was a cool concept i
1: don't know i liked it
0: yeah if you want to know more about anon definitely go look it up and listen to our podcast because that was a very cool tributary movie we need to do this thing we're getting long
1: all right oh yeah sorry yeah we are getting long uh we're supposed to keep it at 30 we're ruining the new year's resolution
0: yeah our new year's resolution is you know it's going the way of my waistline it's just getting bigger oh no all right, Mike. So, how many reels do you give Bird Box? All right, so I give Bird Box
1: three and a half reels. Cause, D- I, damn it, Mike, I really, I, re- I liked it, man. It's, it's, it's intense, and even though it's kind of similar to In Quiet Place, I, I liked it. It's a good story. It's good actors. It's, you know, it was. I
0: mean, it, it, it you know, I've, I've got to reward good work yeah what's depressing though is that you give it a three and a half because you liked it I give it a three and a half because I thought it was just average (laughs) (laughs) your rating system is screwed up man but anyways no it's I liked it I thought it was a good movie I thought the story was great but I didn't think it was anything groundbreaking it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time which I did enjoy the acting is fantastic the actors they got are fantastic But like I said, there's some things that I was disappointed in. So that's why instead of it being a four or four and a half, it's a three and a half. But of course, you love it. So it's a three and a half.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I do. I really
0: liked it. So it's a three and a half. I love this movie. I'm going to give it a C plus. Jeez. I'm so glad you weren't one of my teachers. God. Man, Matt, you are an incredible, incredible student. (laughs) C-plus. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good. It's good that I wasn't one of your teachers. It's good.
0: (laughs) All right, Mike. So I don't know what we're going to review for next week. I'm thinking uh, maybe we should do one of those movies I was talking to you about on the Amazons. They were released in theaters, but they were indies, and we really didn't get them. Yeah. You might have. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do one of those. Um, there's, And then you had one you wanted to see in the theater I would, coming out. I would like to watch the new um, Keanu Reeves movie, Replicas. All right, so let's do that. So, Mike, what I'm thinking is maybe for our other one, we do like uh, um, Bomb City. Uh I heard good things about that that's like a little indie that came out in twenty eighteen that didn't make it to our theater or the uh other one that I'm hearing just incredible things about it's a uh it'd be a tributary I guess, but I think it was also released in the theaters um I heard it might be nominated for a bunch of awards academy awards, not golden Globes obviously because that's already over now but uh it's um you were never really here. So I'm thinking one of those. Watch the trailers. Let me know. We'll figure out. But let's try and do that for our next one. We'll do one of those streaming movies, and then we'll go see that new Keanu Reeves flick. Sound good? Yeah, man. That sounds
1: good. Um, yeah, I've heard of You Were Never Really Here, but I haven't heard of Bomb City. So I'll, I'll, I'll check out what the Bomb City is and figure out what we're going to watch. And
0: Yeah, whichever one you like more, you know, we'll just take a vote. I mean, I would like to watch both of them. Uh I will try and definitely watch you were never really here before the Academy Awards. Oh shit, speaking of awards, we should probably talk about this now our pod's going to get really long. Uh, but no. we are we are approximately a month away from our 1 year anniversary. Mhm. For those of you who do not know, the Real Film Nerds podcast 1 year anniversary is Valentine's Day. So, Mike and I have decided we're going to do kind of an awardsy y esque show for our one-year anniversary, and it will probably become an annual event, but because we haven't done it before, it'll be our first. And we're going to do things, and Mike and I are going to discuss it. I don't know if we're each going to pick or if we're going to agree on it, but we're going to do, like, best movie of the year Favorite actor of the year, you know, the typical kind of awardsy kind of shit because it is awards season, so it might be kind of fun. And then I'm thinking we'll go the other way. We'll do the worst freaking movie of the year. We'll do our best podcast of the year. We'll do our worst podcast of the year, shit like that. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, no, if I you guys have stuff. And if you guys have stuff you want to tell us and be like, hey, this is the movie I really liked, or hey, this is the movie I didn't like, until we get more listeners and people that actively participate with us, we're not going to put out a poll on Facebook, but I would like to get to the point where our um, award show has like a listener's movie of the year or a listener's actor of the year or whatever. I think that would be just great. But I I don't think we'll do it now because I don't think we have enough people that are going to email us. I mean, I haven't gotten one email yet. So. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah. But if you're listening to this and you want to send us an email, please do shoot us an email, send us a Facebook message, whatever. Say, Hey, I really, really loved bird box. That is the freaking movie of the year. And Hey, maybe we'll mention your name and we'll mention you and say, Hey, guess what? John Smith, who lives in Austin, Texas thought Bird Box was the move of the year. He's the only one that voted, so he wins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, all why right. not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that'll be fun. Uh, uh, yeah. It'll, 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 it'll I, I want to f- do it more fun. Yeah. It'll be sure. fun to just look back at the year and look at all the wonderful crap that Holly, I mean, uh, wonderful content that Hollywood gave us, and we can just, uh,
0: you know, uh, I really felt that 2018 was a pretty good year for movies. Uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it was, for the most part. We got part. some pretty good ones. There, there was a lot of garbage, but I thought we got some pretty, pretty good ones. Yeah, I think so. we
1: reviewed mostly good ones. I think I saw some other ones that were garbage. So, Matt, is it out of bounds to talk about movies that I might have seen outside of uh, our
0: podcast? That's one of the things that we will have to discuss because both of us have seen lots of movies outside of what we just reviewed. So um, it's a possibility. We might be able to do it. I don't know. That's one of the things we'll have to discuss.
1: All right. For sure. All right. All right. No, I'm not trying to keep it longer, but I was just wondering.
0: Yeah. And honestly, that's one thing we need to sit down and start thinking out because I, I don't want to make it a super, super long show. But I definitely think our one year anniversary slash first awards I think we should do probably an hour long park podcast. I don't think we'll have a problem doing an hour. Yeah, probably not. Anywho. All right. Well, Mike, uh, not to keep it going long, but I just wanted to throw that out there cause we are about a month away. And so that, that I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, I was thinking about it just the other day. I was like, man, that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I got to think of, you know, both of us, we need to think of some fun, cool categories to come up with.
1: All so. right, yeah, I'll 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 try and uh, think of a couple cool categories, and and um, you think of some stuff, and I think we'll, I think we'll have a little bit unique take on the normal categories. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but <laughs> um, I
0: think we definitely needed to do a tributary of the year and legacy cast of the year, and I definitely want to do like. Just best podcast and like word po- worst podcast. And not movies, just us recording. Okay. All which right. Which ones we thought were the best, which ones we thought were absolute shit. Okay. All right. So stuff like that. Okay. And maybe we'll do like the best movie we didn't see and the worst movie we didn't see. Or no, not see, we didn't review. That's what I meant to say. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. See,
0: then we could do that. See... See, I'm already thinking about it, but now I'm extending the damn podcast. But see, we could figure it out. And I was thinking maybe even we do like maybe TV shows. Not a lot, but do like our favorite TV show of the year or something like that. Because you and I also watch a lot of TV as well. So. Oh,
1: man. I don't know. You're you're adding so many categories. I think we're going to just, I think we're going to stick to movies, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. And, and uh, then
0: we should do how many times you've hit your mic stand. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> All right. I know, I'm getting too long. All right, Mike, go ahead. Let's call it an evening. Call it a day. Call it a night. Whatever time of day you are listening to this, I I, I can keep talking, but uh, I want to drink some more beer. So, uh, Mike, go ahead. Uh, tell us what you want to finish it out with, and then just finish it out.
1: All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, we really encourage you to watch Bird Box and enjoy this new uh, media that Netflix is making for us because uh it's it's killer and uh we'll catch you on our next pod
0: thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie